Welcome to the No Spin News. Tuesday, January 30th, 2024. Stand up for your country. We got two big stories in motion. And as you may know, we tape late afternoon. Uh, sometimes, you know, the news breaks after we're off. But we are following these stories very intensely. The first one is the border bill. All right, Joe Biden trying to save his administration and the Democratic Party backing him up with some kind of new bill that would tighten up the border. We don't know what's in it, but we are on it and we will have the latest. Also, uh, what kind of military action will America take against Iran? Joe Biden has to do something, doesn't want to, admits he doesn't want to, but he has to. After three American service people were killed on Sunday by Iranian proxies. So let's begin with the southern border. That is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. Well, this bill is a mystery. There's only been one leak. I'll get to that in a moment. But there is a huge pushback on ideological grounds. So Donald Trump, conservatives, Republicans, they don't want to let Biden, to use a cliche, off the hook. So for three years, Joe Biden has destroyed national security by failing to enforce immigration law. There's no two sides to that story. So now Biden's trying to save himself by pushing some bill into Congress. Okay, but you don't take sides till you know what the bill says. Of course, that doesn't stop the dishonest media and dishonest politicians. They'll take sides because they don't care. I do. I care. So NBC and CBS are reporting based on anonymous sources, which we never use here. Okay, they're reporting that there is in the bill a trigger to stop anyone from coming across the border if crossings reach 8,500 in a day or 5,000 a day over a seven-week period. Very confusing. Okay, but this eliminates my vote if I'm in Congress. I'm not going to give a you come on in up to a certain point every day and then we release you into the country and do whatever you want to do. I'm not voting for that. Would you? Would you vote for that? Let me just give you the math on it. If you allowed 5,000 migrants in a day, that would be almost 2 million a year. And who's going to count the migrants, by the way? It's a pretty big border, about 3,000 miles. So this is, if I see that in a bill, I'm not voting for the bill. Okay? It's pretty simple. But I don't know if it's in the bill or not. So it's got to come out this week because the Senate is set to vote on it next week. And the Senate will probably pass it, I guess, because most Democrats, uh, they control the Senate. But... Trump is telling all Republicans, don't vote for the bill. But Trump doesn't know what's in it yet. Hold your fire. Okay. So last night I'm on News Nation, and I do News Nation at the 7 o'clock program on Monday and the Cuomo 8 o'clock program on Wednesday. And the ratings for my segments are very good. And you should watch them because there's a good back and forth. So Leland Vittard, former Fox guy, runs the 7 o'clock hour on News Nation. He's saying, well, 
There's a strategy. This is a strategy by the Biden administration, and that's true. But here's how I answered that question. Go. So what what do you mean? Biden's strategy? What strategy? I failed with the economy, 17 percent inflation for necessities. I failed at the border. I failed keeping the peace around the world. I failed controlling government spending. What's the strategy, Leland? What's he going to run on? I don't go to work three out of seven days. Nobody knows where I am today, Monday. Where is he today? Nobody knows. It's insane. He's got nothing to run on. Keep that in mind, that even if a bill would pass, a watered-down border security bill, which the media desperately wants to happen, okay, Biden is still an abject failure. Okay, and anybody who doesn't know that doesn't want to know it. And we'll get to that at the back end of the program. All right, but keep this in mind. About 25% of our fellow countrymen and women want an open border. One out of four. They want it for a variety of reasons. So this data comes to us from CRC Research. It's a conservative group uh, tied in with the Federalist Society. All right. So the question was, um, would you more or less be likely to support a candidate who says that immigration is healthy for the U.S. and we should keep open borders? Okay, total. More likely to support the candidate, 35 percent, less likely 57 percent, unsure not. Republicans, more likely 18 percent. That's a high number. I don't believe 18 percent of Republicans want an open border. Less likely 78, unsure five. Democrats, more likely 55 percent. Less likely 36, unsure five. Okay, I believe the Democrat number. There are progressive leftists, excuse me, who want to change the demographic of America so that the so-called white patriarchy is dissolved. And the only way you do that is by allowing a massive amount of people of color and foreign nationals into the country. That's how you do it. And that's the thinking. Got to get rid of the white men. All right. So we'll do it by opening the border. Now, just the fact that I said that, I'm a racist. See, that's the defense. Everybody knows what I'm saying is true. But if you say it aloud, you're a racist. So I don't care anymore, okay? I give more money, charitable money, to minorities than any other journalist alive. I'll challenge any journalist up against my foundation. So call me whatever you want to call me. Anyway, uh, this whole thing is white hot, and we are on it, and... um, I don't think the new border bill is going to pass because if it was strong and it did stop dead, the migrants coming here, which Joe Biden could do by executive order. Executive order could do it. Doesn't need a legislation. okay? but they don't want to stop it. Biden does not want to stop. If he did, it would have stopped a long time ago. That's a memo. All right. Biden today in the face of military action against Iran is raising money in Florida. Not a good look for the whole world, not just for the country. 
So Joe Biden has said now to the press, he knows what he's going to do to Iran. I mean, he knows what he's going to do. Won't tell us, and that's smart. Why would you tip off the Mullahs? Don't tell anybody. But he said, I know what we're going to do. But in the meantime, I'm going to go down to Florida and get money for me and my reelection Democratic Party. Not a good look. Not surprised. Um, so the three U.S. Uh, service people in uh, Jordan uh, are identified now. Sergeant William Jerome Rivers, 46 years old, Georgia. Uh, Specialist Kennedy Sanders, 24, Georgia. Brianna Moffitt, 23, Georgia. Okay, we were very, very sorry for that. So they're dead. Um, 40 others injured by a drone. And now the Pentagon admits that uh, they should have shot down that drone, but they thought it was a friendly. Mistakes are made in war, I understand, but that's a pretty big mistake. Okay, so um, Biden announced uh, right before uh, tape time, he's going to go Friday to Dover, Delaware, where KIAs, killed in action, come back to the United States and meet with the families. That's a good thing. Not criticizing Biden for doing it. Has to do it. The optics would be insane. Has to do it. But it's a good thing that he does. Time is our most precious asset. And many listeners seek advice on utilizing it wisely for personal growth and societal impact. Hillsdale College addresses this need by providing more than 40 free online courses on essential subjects. Dive into C.S. Lewis's works, explore Genesis narratives, grasp the U.S. Constitution's significance, unravel the Roman Republic's history, or delve into the ancient Christian church with these valuable courses, all accessible free. Now, you might want to check out Constitution 101, the meaning and history of the U.S. Constitution, a 12-lecture self-paced course Gain insights into the Constitution's design, its challenges during the Civil War, and its century-long struggles with progressivism and liberalism. You can enroll at hillsdale.edu bill to become a defender of American freedom. Please join now. It's free, easy, and essential for safeguarding our liberties. Visit hillsdale.edu bill to register. Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundations in the Line of Duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Dozens of golf outings and barbecues. And the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. This is disturbing. So often I'll run a soundbite because I believe that uh, 
our president is in the sta- early stage dementia. That's where he is. And I, and I run sound bites to back up what I'm saying. Well, his spokesperson, Corinne Jean-Pierre, certainly is not in early stage dementia. Yet some of her answers to questions are bizarre. Go. Our deepest, uh, obviously our deepest condolences uh, go out and our heartfelt condolences go out to the families uh, who lost uh, three, three brave uh, three brave, uh, three brave of uh, three folks who are, who are military folks who are brave, who are always fighting, who are fighting on behalf and of uh, this administration of the American people. Obviously, more so, more importantly. Uh, that's embarrassing. That makes uh, Kamala Harris look like me. Okay, that's embarrassing. But she she could not articulate the sympathies of the Biden administration about the three deaths. The woman could not do it. And she's the chief White House spokesperson. Okay, Uh, Mayorkas update. Um, He's going to be impeached. There isn't a Republican in the House that's going to vote against impeaching him because that would disqualify them from being a Republican. So every Republican in the House of Representatives is going to vote to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas, head of Homeland Security. That um, should happen any time. Has to happen uh, this week because there'll be a full House vote next week. It will be interesting to see if any Democrats vote for convicting, uh, I'm sorry, impeaching um, Mayorkas. Now, we know the Senate's not going to vote to convict. Never in a million years would they. Because you're really convicting Joe Biden because Mayorkas does what he's told. But in the House, are any Democrats going to say, yeah, the guy won't do his job and has led to hundreds of thousands of deaths over the years, the three-year period, drug ODs, cartel murders, you name it. Okay, So he's got to get out of there. One Democrat in the House going to do that? I don't know. I don't know. So that's in play. Um, Donald Trump. You may remember that um, in October, um, let me get the date here. I don't even know if I have the date. Um, mm, 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 mm. I don't have the date at my fingertips. I should have it, but I don't. So a man named um, Little John, okay? Charles Little John. There's Charles, 38 years old working for the IRS as a consultant. In 2017, he signed on, and then he leaked Donald Trump's income tax returns, along with Senator Rick Scott, Jeff Bezos, Warren Buffett, Michael Bloomberg, Elon Musk, on and on and on, and a whole bunch of them. He leaked it to the New York Times. So now he's been convicted of that one count, only. He could have been charged with 30 counts because of all these other people. But um, the Justice Department, okay, uh, count of one count, got convicted, got five years the max. The judge was so appalled by what the guy did. Now, the guy says, oh, I did it for the good of the country. You yeah, know, they all do that. But now he says he's sorry because he's going to federal prison for five years. All right. And he should. Now, he linked it to the New York Times. The New York Times doesn't like the fact that uh, he was charged and convicted. Now, the New York Times 
you know, you have to go back to the Pentagon Papers. You have to go back to all of that. Um, the federal courts don't like to charge the media. Okay. A operation called ProPublica. Remember that? ProPublica. Very, very far left organization. They did 50 stories embarrassing all of these people that Little John leaked their tax returns. 50. So just keep that in mind the next time you hear the words pro-public for the public. No. These people who got their tax returns leaked are the public. Got it? Now, what would I do? Say um, Charles Littlejohn called me up and said, I got Trump's tax return and all these tax returns. You want to see them? Now, I know it's illegal because you can't do that, right? And I would say, no, I don't want to see them because I'm not going to participate in a crime. I said, but if you want to send me a memo, all right, telling me what you learned in a nonspecific way, I'll take a look at the memo. But I don't want numbers. I don't want any of that. Okay. Then if I thought there was some kind of criminality involved on the part of the people that little John was ratting on, then I would tell you, and I wouldn't tell you how, I'd say, look, this might want to be looked into. You can do this kind of reporting without breaking the law. New York Times should know that, but they don't because they don't care. Now, if somebody leaked to the New York Times, Joe Biden's tax, and, and they're public, but say he, he did something wrong on the tax realm, he and Hunter, and say the Times got it. You think the Times going to put that out there? I don't know. They might. Okay, Georgia. Now, this whole case, Fannie Wills, Trump's the luckiest guy in the world in Georgia. Luckiest guy in the world. Whole case is falling apart. All right, this is where Fannie Willis, Fulton County District Attorney, charging Trump and 19 others with interfering in the presidential Georgia vote. So Fannie, it looks like I got 10 laws that she may have violated. She's entitled to due process, but this is insane. Okay, so on February 15th, a judge in Georgia is going to rule whether Fannie gets kicked off the case. And he has to say yes. He has to. There was an interesting soundbite on Fox about this from a formal, former federal prosecutor. Go. So I think that is something that needs uh, a very deep investigation. But even more concerning now is these reports that we hear that Fonnie Willis and Nathan Wade were taking uh, were taking meetings at the White House. And what I really want to know about those meetings is whether there was an improper purpose. Were they trying to uh, set the timing up so that it would interfere with the 2024 election? That's absolutely the most important part of the story. So if we had an honest Justice Department, which we don't, we don't have an honest attorney general or FBI chief. They would now be investigating the Justice Department. Why a state county prosecutor went to the White House twice on the state of Georgia's dime during this Trump investigation? Why? 
Okay? But Merrick Garland, the Attorney General of the United States, never going to do it. And neither is Christopher Wray. Never. That is called corruption. That is part of the reason that Americans have to vote the Democrats out. Get All of them have to go. Or you're just going to have more and more and more corruption. It's just appalling. But summing it up, this Fannie Willis thing, gone. And what's going to happen, I predict, is the judge is going to throw her off the case, and then it goes to the Prosecuting Attorney's Council of Georgia to find another county. Okay, they won't throw the case out entirely. Uh, this is six, nine members, six DAs, three state court solicitors get together and say, agree upon another county to hear this case against Trump and 19 others. That's going to take a long time. So, and then... If the Trump lawyers are smart, and there's debate on that, they'll take this to the federal level on prosecutorial uh, misconduct and try to get the whole thing thrown out by a federal judge, particularly if they can tie in Willis to the White House. Okay, so Trump is lucky because this thing is going to vanish. Did you know water heaters last about 10 years, refrigerators typically about 13? Every day in our homes, we rely on aging systems and appliances. I do. That means it's time to consider safeguarding your budget from unexpected expenses. American Home Shield has a solution. Pick a plan that's right for you. And when a covered item in your home breaks, contact their professionals to repair or replace it within the agreed upon coverage limits. It's that easy to stay stress-free and limit budget-breaking surprises. Right now, take $50 off. Please go to ahs.com slash bill to save 50 bucks. That's ahs.com slash bill. $50 off any plan. American Home Shield, protect what you don't expect. See ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Now, it gets me riled up. When somebody says, oh, Bill O'Reilly does a podcast. I do not do a podcast. 
I'm not skilled enough to do a podcast. I can't sit there for three hours like Rogan and do whatever Rogan does. I can't. Okay. But there are four million podcasts now underway in America. And 10% of the adult population watches these podcasts. And it's good that they're there. People should be able to express themselves and get an audience to see what they have to say, right? Podcast. Okay. What we do here is a broadcast. Okay. We don't sit around and ruminate and uh, we don't do any of that. This is a very methodically produced and delivered daily newscast. So that's the difference. There is a new podcast on the first TV, which carries the No Spin News, as you know. Just started Monday. Uh, It's hosted by a guy named Josh Hammer. He is a senior editor at large for Newsweek, the internet magazine. And uh, he's been around, a journalist. He comes to us from Miami, Florida. So why do we need uh, 4 million and one podcasts? Well, Bill, it's great to join you. As I told you off air, I really grew up watching your program. So it's really an honor and a privilege. So we feel that there is no one currently covering all of the various litigation and lawfare affecting the 2024 presidential election who is being fair and honest about it. Now, you have many podcasts on the left from the New York Times, NPR, CNN, Washington Post, from that whole media orbit that are trying to cover the various Trump-related legal drama, such as the Fonnie Willis incident that you were just talking about. But they're obviously doing so through a a very specific analytical prism, a a vehemently anti-Trump, you might say TDS, Trump derangement syndrome inflicted prison. On the other hand, you have some commentators on the right who I think, you know, for trying to be fair here, probably also are not entirely fair, that they are so in Trump apologist mode that they're trying to remove kind of their legal analysis cap and just trying to offer up any kind of defense that they possibly can. I would like to think, Bill, and I guess we'll see if this experiment is successful, but I'm just going to call it like I see it. I'm an attorney by background. I still speak to federal society groups at law schools all across the country, even published actually a piece of constitutional scholarship earlier this month. I'm a very conservative guy, but I actually openly supported Ron DeSantis in the primary, so I don't I don't hold any water for Donald Trump. I'm a conservative lawyer who's going to call it like they see it. And we're on the show, Bill. We're going to talk not just about Trump's legal trials. We're going to talk also about Hunter Biden, of course, his gun prosecution, his tax prosecution. We'll talk about the question of 14th Amendment Section 3 insurrection clause, the question of Trump ballot access all across the country. And, you know, occasionally we'll sprinkle in some other legal news as well. So, for example, in my show this morning, I talked about the Texas border dispute, which right, reached let me, the U.S. Let me, stop you. let me stop you there. Just nuts and bolts before we get to the Texas situation. Um, how long is the podcast? Uh, it's a short form, so it's only 15 to 20 minutes every morning. It's trying just to get okay. you the legal news of the day. 15 to 20 minutes five days a week? Yes, sir. Okay. And uh, you're concentrating on um, policy that crosses the line into the legal realm. So I get a lot of mail on Texas, and I've been very clear on it. Um, The Supreme Court is the final word in this country on legal matters. And the most recent ruling in Texas, five to four, was that if the federal authorities want to remove razor wire 
that the state of Texas has placed on federal land, that they have the legal right to do it, and Texas cannot stop that. And I said, that ruling is compatible with the Constitution. Would you say yes or no to that? Uh, look, I mean, Texas and the United States are both sovereign well, entities. Well, yeah, yeah, so you got to answer the question, Josh. Based on the Constitution, would you say the Supreme Court ruling upheld what the Constitution says? So unfortunately, Bill, what the court held, I, I do not think that is compatible with current U.S. law, because if you look at current U.S. law, including the statute that's commonly referred to as EDPA, which was the statute passed after the Oklahoma City bombing in 1996, you know, it, it is all encompassing ubiquitous United States congressionally passed legislation that the United States has to protect the borders of this country. They have to detain illegal migrants when they cross yeah, there. That, that's a theory, and it's a, it's a correct theory. But based on the law, Okay, and you can disagree with the law, and I would say probably to most of our audience tonight does, that Governor Abbott's doing the right thing by protecting the citizens of Texas by putting razor wire up so migrants can't pour in. I mean, I think the sympathies of the American people are with Governor Abbott. But the wording of the law, again, you can disagree with it, but it's clear. And once the Supreme Court rules, that has got to be upheld or we have anarchy. Would you agree with that? I, I think it's a little more complicated than that, Bill. I have to say I do. So look, uh, the United States, if you, if you look at what the Supreme Court order said, they said that Border Patrol has the ability to go in and snip razor wire as they so choose. Now, it's worth parsing that out legally because the Supreme Court order, as I think you just implicitly noted, was actually silent as to what the state of Texas can do. It says nothing whatsoever as to what Greg Abbott's Department of Public Safety, Texas Rangers can do when it Correct. comes to putting up new wire. So it becomes something of a Mexican standoff, if you will, pun very much intended. I don't disagree a, with a, any of that. OK, the order clearly states that if the Border Patrol deems necessary, it can take the wire out. And state of Texas cannot stop the Border Patrol from doing that. But three days later, the state of Texas can put more wire back. They don't violate the law by doing that according to this ruling because the ruling was so narrow, okay? And that's what the state of Texas is telling you, saying, look, all right, go take it out. All right, but we're going to put it back and then they'll take it out again or whatever. And Mexican standoff, cliche, but that's what it is. However, if Governor Abbott put Texas Rangers down with the razor wire and said to the federales, don't touch our wire, he could be arrested and put right, in so prison. That's what you can't do. I would agree with you on that. The okay. order very, well, very clearly Well, we're simpatico says. on that. And the reason that all this happened was because the federal government has jurisdiction over the borders of the United States, not the states. And federal law trumps state law, always. Now, the problem then becomes, uh, what do you do when you have a president who will not enforce the law, which we have right now. And this is the frustration on the right Republican Party, not enforcing the law. And people are in danger in Texas and New Mexico and California and Arizona.
All of that is true. But there are mechanisms to remove the president if he won't enforce the law. Unfortunately, our, our system's so corrupt now that the mechanism of impeachment is now a party thing. It's not like it was in Watergate. I'll give you the last word on it. Well, Bill, this whole dispute takes me back to the 2012 Supreme Court case, Arizona versus United States, which was a very, very similar legal issue. Arizona passed a strong anti-legal immigration law under then Governor Jan Brewer called SB 1070. And the court did rule in a very divided ruling, 5-4. They basically upheld parts of the law, struck down parts of the law. But my favorite opinion from that case, which was is the one that I quoted both on my new show and on my column on Friday, was the concurrence slash dissent of the late great Justice Anthony Scalia. What he says, I think this is exactly right as a matter of constitutional law 101, because the states are sovereign entities, they have the right to exclude and to enforce their own border with two exceptions, Bill, unless there are constitutional limitations to the contrary or congressional impositions to the contrary. That's the supremacy clause of Article 6, which you referenced earlier. I think the key point, though, for Scalia in Arizona and that I would make here in Texas is that those two factors don't actually apply right now because there is no congressional legislation that would affirmatively allow Border Patrol in this case to go in and snip razor wire in defiance of pre-existing congressional statutes. So I think it is a little bit more legally complicated of a situation. But having said that, I think that Texas is absolutely doing the right thing. And I do think that Biden is bluffing and that he's going to blink first when it comes to this standoff as well. All right. Well, we'll have more challenges, certainly in the next six months. So the podcast is called America on Trial. The guy I'm talking to right now with the beard is Josh Hammer. And you can check him out every morning on the first. And you should. Josh, smart guy. Uh, If anything else catches your eye on uh, immigration front, let us know, Josh. Okay, we appreciate you coming on. You bet, Bill. Thanks so much. Okay, cheers. Every day we rise challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. As the nation gears up for another election season, tune to the first TV for the best coverage on television. Get an exclusive inside look at the American political machine with Sean Spicer at 7. Unmatched analysis and historical perspective from Bill O'Reilly at 8. Then a bold, unapologetic take from Jesse Kelly at 9. It's must-see TV in primetime every night on the first TV. Watch the first on DirecTV Channel 347, Uverse Channel 1220, or DirecTV Stream. Smart life. So um, you got to start your tax returns now. And this is very, very important because if you don't and um, you get into trouble in the last year of the Biden administration, the IRS is going to go wild. Okay, forget about the new agent hirings. That's never going to happen. But the government is desperate for revenue. So February 1st is this week. You have to now start getting your tax stuff in order. If you have assets or make $80,000 a year or more, you cannot do your taxes by yourself. You are being a fool if you do. You cannot do your taxes on the internet. You must have a record and a human being 
that costs a little bit of money. I understand. But you have to protect yourself. So you've got to get a good tax attorney or an accountant, okay? Negotiate a fee because some, obviously, some taxes returns are more complicated than others. You got to trust the person, have a rapport with the person, make sure the person's going to return your phone calls. And then you got to assemble all the stuff and they have to send it to you by the end of January. And you walk it on over. I wouldn't send it on over. I walk it on over. And you make duplicate copies of everything. Because the only way you can be punished by your state or the federal government is if you are derelict. If you do due diligence and can prove it, even if there's a mistake made, okay, you're not going to get punished. You have to pay back some money, but it's not going to be all kinds of uh, onerous uh, stuff attached to it. And then you have a provider. And when you hire somebody, you have to read the contract. If there's a mistake, are they responsible for the mistake? That kind of thing. So my accountant, Swifty, um, who I pay a lot of money to, if there's a problem, Swifty's got to pick it up that I didn't cause. So if Swifty and his, and his employees make a mistake or don't do what they're supposed to do, they're responsible. So this is very important, okay? You got to pay attention now because once it gets closer to April and you can get extensions, they're not hard to get. You can extend it. So if you are chaotic and you don't really understand and you don't have a person you trust, extend it out. You can do that. That's a smart life tip. All right, traffic. Uh, the 10 worst cities in the country for traffic, here they are. New York City, which is insane now. Insane to drive around New York City. To Washington, D.C., not nearly as bad as New York. New York is so far ahead. It's like Cairo. Have you ever been to Cairo, Egypt? New York is worse than Cairo, which has no traffic enforcement at all in Egypt. Okay. Third is San Francisco. Um, nobody going there now, so that'll probably lessen. Then Boston, the problem with Boston is street signs, and, and it funnels traffic in from the west and the south. And, but if you've got to go in through the north, you're going over antiquated stuff, and uh, it's very hard to drive there. Chicago, the Dan Ryan, everybody knows. Baltimore, uh, I usually take the beltway around it. Seattle, again, not a lot of arteries in. Philadelphia, Schuylkill, you do never, you do not ever want to go on the Schuylkill Expressway. L.A., crazy insane. L.A. should be third. It's worse than San Francisco. And Miami is wall to wall in the winter because of all the tourists and people don't know where they're going. And it's insane. So there they are, the worst traffic. Let's stay in history. January 30th, 1973, G. Gordon Liddy and James McCord found guilty of all counts in the Watergate. Liddy, you know, he was the flamboyant uh, ex-Intel guy, McCord ex-CIA guy, um, and they kind of masterminded the break-in at the Watergate headquarters. Um, Liddy was convicted of burglary, conspiracy, refused to testify for the Senate, 52 months he got, okay? Um, 
And then he came out and got a big contract to be a radio talk show host. I was on a show one time. Um, and then uh, McCord just disappeared. He only served four months. We're writing the president's book, as you know, I'll tell you more about it in a second. But Nixon was so dumb. All he had to do, Nixon, was as soon as he found out about this break-in, because he did not order the break-in, but it was his guys who did it, would say, I'm sorry, these guys were out of control. I didn't know anything about it, but now I'm going to cooperate fully with the Justice Department because we can't have this. And Nixon would have been clear forever if he had done that. Okay, so the Watergate thing uh, happened today. We have uh, the mail, and we have a final thought about Irrational People Part 2. I'm getting a lot of mail on this, so it's important. Right back. Okay, let's go to the mail. We got Tanya. Bill, you said it's very important that Republicans win the congressional majority. Are they going to do that when the RNC has no money? Tiny RNC has a lot of money. And political uh, action committees supporting the Republican Party are loaded. So they'll have a billion dollars they can spend. Charles, uh, you say Governor Abbott must comply with the Supreme Court's decision guarding the southern border. Otherwise, the governor could be jailed. Does this logic apply to President Biden? So I'm glad you wrote. We, I think, went over it in minute detail with our guest tonight. And... Um, there's a mechanism to punish President Biden, but his party will not cooperate. Uh, Tom Christensen, Sandy, Utah. What a phony Biden is. First day in office, he signed an executive order reversing Trump, remain in Mexico policy. Now he wants us to believe he can't do anything about the border without new legislation. Um, why doesn't he sign an executive order? Of course. Any intelligent person knows what this is. It's a giant charade. Um, Lisa Mahorny. Lexington, Kentucky. I heard you say, O'Reilly, if Trump is president, he would broker peace between Russia and Ukraine. How can that happen when Putin needs to hang for war crimes? Because Putin's never going to hang for war crimes until his own people turn against him. Well, that's it. As long as the Russian people support Putin, not hanging for anything, not going on trial for anything. Michael D. Leonardo, Tom's River, New Jersey, if everything is Iran-backed, isn't it time to hit the head of the stake and start World War III? You've got to be careful. Now. You can do it. Read Killing the Killers. Absolutely surgically hurt them. But you go in heavy, World War III. Richard Brecht, Bradenton, Florida. Are there no statute of limitations involving a civil lawsuit? How is it possible to file against President Trump? If this Carroll thing occurred in 1996, because New York State, the progressive loons, opened it up for a year and it said, even in 1814, if something happened to you in New York State, you can try it in civil court. Absolutely. That's what they did. And that's what happened. She exploited it. Kathleen Babcock, Middletown, Rhode Island. Please list some balanced conservative colleges for my history-loving grandson. So Kathleen... I'm going to give you one, but this is a concierge member request, okay? So concierge members get this kind of a service. I don't do this for the general public, but right down the road from you is a school called Salve Regina University. Excellent school. 
But if you, you got to be a concierge member if you want me to take a look at what your son's resume is and where he might want to go. That's concierge. Uh, Rodney, thank you for your daily briefs, Bill, as well as your no-spin news. We would have no idea what is really happening around our country if not for you. I appreciate that because that is the service that we provide. Wayne Gooch, Durham, North Carolina. I have followed you since the 90s, just recently subscribed to BillOReilly.com. Ledger in, Wayne. Uh, I've read every book in the Killing series, and the Trump book is well outstanding. So you got uh, Confronting the Presidents coming on up in September. All right. No spin assessments from Washington to Biden. Now, if you pre-order on BillOReilly.com, and we hope you do, we don't charge you until we ship you the book. So you do not pay until the book is issued. If you re-up or sign up for membership on BillOReilly.com, you get this book free when it comes out in early September. You know, get online. There's going to be a lot of pre-orders for uh, confronting the presidents. So really, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about it, okay? No skullduggery. I love that. Skullduggery. When writing to me, Bill at BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com, name in town if you wish to opine. Back with a final thought. Okay, final thought, irrational people. I've gone over this and I get a lot of mail. It's heartbreaking if you have an irrational person in your family, a child, a parent, brother, sister. It's heartbreaking. My philosophy in the family is to ignore the irrationality unless it hurts if it's just the ravings of a far-right person or a far-left person, they're not hurting anybody, let it go. Be kind. Stay away from the, you know, change the subject, whatever. Family, try to keep the family together. If it's outside, a close friend, then you got to do the same thing you do in the family. But if it isn't, I'm telling you to wave goodbye. Irrational people. People who believe what they want to believe, no matter what the evidence is. Not worth it. Not worth it. You got to seek out people who are clear thinking and sincere. Differences of opinion are great. And there are many, many issues where you can have valid opinions on both sides. But if somebody is a loon, why do you want to hang with them? That's a final thought. Thank you for watching and listening to the No Spin News. We'll see you tomorrow. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.